Hi, this is Dr. J.P. Sanchez, President for Building the Next Generation of Academic Physicians, as well as editor for a new book entitled Succeeding in Academic Medicine, a Roadmap for Diverse Medical Students and Residents. Thank you for joining us for today's podcast, um, where we introduce the co-authors of the various book chapters. Today we have Dr. Ray Lucas from George Washington School of Medicine. How are you, Ray? Doing fine. How are you? Good, good. Well, thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. You've been a, a very important contributor to BINGAP as well as the book. Um, as you know, we've decided to do this podcast to encourage more diverse um, learners to consider academic medicine careers and to stay on track. As we talk about diversity, can you share a little bit about your own background? Yeah, I, um, my professional background is in emergency medicine. From a diversity standpoint, I identify as a gay man, and I'm also a first-generation physician, first-generation uh, college uh, student in my family. Excellent, excellent. Um, and can you also share a little bit about your educational journey, where you went to medical school, where you did residency, and if you did a fellowship program at any time in your career? I went to uh, medical school at the University of South Florida in Tampa, and then went to uh, residency in emergency medicine at the University of Cincinnati. Uh, I did not do a fellowship, but right out of residency, I uh, got my first job as a faculty member at George Washington University in Washington, DC. Uh, that was back in 1994, and I've been there ever since. And you've had multiple roles um, within uh, GW. Can you share some of these roles and your current position? Sure. So um, early on, um, I was involved in education and was the, my academic, in, my early academic interests were in EMS and disaster medicine. And I was the fellowship director for our fellowship in EMS and disaster medicine. I sort of took a turn and got involved in administrative uh, matters and was the uh, medical director of a busy ER at one of our affiliate sites. Um, came back and was then the residency program director and then the vice chair for education. Uh, more recently, I moved into the dean's office where I was the senior associate dean for faculty and health affairs and scaled that back a little bit and um, still in the dean's office overseeing um, continuing professional development for faculty. Excellent, excellent. So we definitely want all those individuals who are interested in becoming ER docs to reach out to you a part of your residency program and your department. Um, so uh, as we talk about this particular book, why did you decide to serve as one of the co-authors, in particular on your chapter titled um, academic career roles and responsibilities? Well, I think this chapter was a natural fit for what I was doing in faculty affairs. Um, I, in overseeing faculty affairs, one aspect is recruiting faculty and hiring new faculty. And clearly important to our institution like others is recruiting a you know diverse uh, faculty to our school of medicine and health sciences and so and also from some work that you published jp about how a lot of students just really don't understand you know what it means to be a faculty and issues around rank and promotion and tenure and that those sorts of issues 
it's really important, I think, for students and trainees who are considering um, a career in academic medicine to really understand what it is to be a faculty member. And so that's what my chapter is about, or what are the various roles that you can aspire to um, if you choose to, you know, a career in academics uh, besides just a faculty member, but, you know, as a chair, uh, a section head, an assistant dean, uh, and others. Great, great. So many people um, find it difficult to write. Um, this, this is a common thing I know we've, we've spoken about in, in helping our, our junior and our senior faculty. What was most gratifying about contributing um, to the book um, and to writing this chapter? I think what was gratifying for me was the push by you and the um, focus of the book to try and um, add a little personal touch to this and to write about some um, cases of, of trainees and the things that would be important to them um, uh, if they were going to choose this career path. You know, I have a couple of vignettes of students and residents in my chapter and sort of the issues that they face about whether they really want to go into academics or just into community medicine or whether they really want to pursue a career where research is a big part of it or not. And so, you know, I think it's really gratifying to be able to give some advice and information to, you know, students and residents who may be grappling with these same sort of questions themselves. On the counter side, um, what was most difficult about contributing to the book and uh, to this particular chapter? I think it was hard to, you know, it's, it's like everything else that we do when you're really close to something every day um, and it's part of who you are. Um, trying to step back and see it from the outside so you can be a little objective about it um, to, to really um, uh, take what I did as a dean in faculty affairs and sort of write about it in a way that would be relevant uh, to somebody who was a medical student or a resident or a PhD student, I thought was, was somewhat challenging because faculty affairs, you know, by its essence is really dealing with faculty once they've already made that commitment as opposed to um, folks earlier on in the uh, pipeline who are just you know, thinking about it. Great, great. So um, can you share one or two nuggets from the book um, uh, that you think is important for our learners to appreciate uh, just, just until they, they read the chapter? Yeah, I think the, the nugget of importance in my chapter is there's a section on um, values and career choice and there's a little, um, scheme in there for how you sort of clarify what are the things that are valuable to you or uh, important to you and how they may fit in you know choosing a career in academic medicine versus you know some other career as a physician or a scientist and so you know the the nuts and bolts of what it means to be a faculty and what's the uh, what are the differences between scholarship and teaching and service and the things that faculty do are kind of nice to know, but I think the real important piece is clarifying what are your personal values and how that's going to help you in choosing a career that's right for you. 
Excellent, excellent. Well, thank you again, um, not only for contributing to this book chapter, but also for the MEDED portal submission on academic career roles and responsibilities, and for taking the time um, to do this podcast um, during the COVID epidemic. Happy to do it. <laughs>